Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 67.1. Adelaide United are out. And so I'd ask you all to remove your hats and have a moment just to reflect on the season that was and whatever. <laughs> I've got nothing else. I'm just sad. I'm depressed. There's no pots and pans this week. There's no kitchen utensils banging around in the middle of the night in my kitchen. I'm just upset. Um, but we can maybe we can talk it out now. We can use this as a bit of a therapy pod. Uh, Tom's on the other end of the line again. Uh, we got two legs to go over, I guess, starting with a nil all at Highmarsh. What have you got for me? It felt like a therapy session um, coming into this. And I, I just, I don't know how much good use it's going to be for us because we're going to have to retread <laughs> all of the mistakes and the decisions that we were upset with and just having to, you know, I wonder what stage of grief I'm at at the moment. Am I, is it coming to grips with the situation? I just, I was all a bit numb after on Sunday, to be honest, I didn't know how to feel. Um, Wednesday, I was elated. Uh, (laughs) I was up and about Wednesday night because first and foremost, uh, we had 9,000 people there at 6.30 with a quarter of the ground closed. I just thought that was outstanding. It was outstanding for a Wednesday night and I laid people to get out. Uh, Good on them. Stupid kickoff time. Could have easily been half hour minimum about 45 to an hour later than it was. We still got the crowd in. It was a great night. The game really deserved a goal. And to have those 9,000 Adelaide fans get up, uh, I say all 9,000 Adelaide fans because what was there, like 30 or 40 Melbourne City fans over in the corner, if that. Generous, generous. Um, generous. So, yeah, disappointing away, away crowd. Uh, but I don't know. I, I have to, if I'm honest... I'm not super down about it. Maybe it's because I didn't go to the second leg. Maybe it's because Mm. I wasn't able to completely um, surround myself in the second leg either because I was at local football anyway. Like we took a, we took a Bluetooth speaker down to the local game and um, we had that playing through a phone. Um, So we were still kind of watching, but listening, but watching like a local game as well. So Maybe that contributes to it. Uh, it. It affects your care factor at the time, I guess. But I don't know. I think going into it, I was completely ready for the possibility that Melbourne City could knock us out. They're a good team, a very good team. Um, I do think they were probably better than us in the first leg, just. Um, and in the second leg, they just a bit more clinical. They seemed to... When they did get on top, they looked very dangerous, whereas we weren't as much, I don't think. I wonder in the first leg if they were better. They potentially had the better opportunities, but... They definitely had better opportunities, I think. But I don't know. It feels like to me the ones that they really pointed to and highlighted were the two narrow angle shots that Gauchi saved at his near post through really good positioning. He had a really good game. He was, yeah. was being lauded at the moment, which I'm very pleased with. Um, there was the diving effort to keep out Metcalf's long-range effort, um, which may have been going wide anyway. I'm not entirely sure. And then I think there was the Naboo chance that hit the, the post. They hit the crossbar. 
Um, yeah. And there was, a, there was a really good save on Leckie as well. But I don't know. Just I think, you know, half of those chances that they're making out to be, I just don't think they're that great of, of a scoring opportunity. I think um, they're much greater than what we created is all. Uh, but uh, yeah, potentially, potentially. Um, I, I think you know, we were well nullified by City's defensive um, effort, and I think that that's where my gripe comes with this is when you have uh, you know this star-studded Melbourne City side coming to Adelaide United and sitting in and trying to hit us on the break, and you know there's a little bit of egregious time wasting in the last ten to fifteen minutes and. Just all of it felt a little bit, it was almost too gamesmanship. Like I would just, I would love to see City after them doing the double last season. Why don't you come out this season and try and do it in a way that floors people like Ross Alona or, you know, those the, those really good Sydney sides. Uh, just, I don't know. They're, they're creating a legacy through trophy acquirement, obviously, but they're just not really doing it in a way that I think will remember them. Uh, yeah, I think you've got a point there. I'm not sure I 100% agree. I think they there was definitely a bit of gamersmanship going on towards the end of that first leg, but I'm not sure it was as bad as we felt it was. It was there was just a few moments where, like, you know, Jenkinson was walking over and taking his time with the throw-in. I wonder how much of that is just Jenkinson knowing the attention's on him at the moment. You know, oh, look at me. I played in the Premier League. I'm from all. <laughs> I'm from London. Ooh. <laughs> um, you know, I th- yeah, but they were, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're a good side still. They were defensively pretty good, which champion champion sides do have to be at times. Uh, I, I think Adelaide just, yeah, I, I don't think we can begrudge the side too much over these two games. We're just, we're beaten by a better side in the end. Just, just, just yeah, yeah, really. They didn't, that's what I keep coming back to. I don't think they created anything, you know, outstanding over the two legs or anything that blew us away or any really patches even. I mean, there was moments probably in the first leg where they were genuinely on top. There was like a good 20-minute period after we had been on top for 20 minutes where we should yeah. have made our chances count. Um, you know, I just I think maybe the reoccurring theme for the two legs isn't the players. Like you said, I'm really pleased with where we are, where we're tracking at the moment how we're progressing and how they're performing. I just, I think Carl's just lost his nerve a little bit with his substitutions. He was doing such a really great job of influencing the game through his subs throughout the season. And that's where a lot of the last minute goals were coming from. It was Carl's ability to assess the game and know when to inject these players into the different positions. But over these two legs, the first leg we said at the time, he kind of backed himself into a corner by, uh, subbing Blackwood for cloth. And, you know, this isn't like a yeah. hating on cloth thing. This is, a, this is us saying the only way to get hero on the park. Oh no, the only way to get Yankee on the park was to sub hero. And that's what he ended up doing. And it just, it kind of takes yeah, away. We never got that, that uh, Ibasuki Yankee combo up front in the first leg. No, exactly. We're at home when you think you really need to make the most of this opportunity if they are going to sit back and they are going to be a little bit more defensive-minded. Like, we have to take it to them. And that that bit really got me. And then the only time we did see Hero and Yankee together was when we were chasing it, when we were 2-1 down in extra time. Uh, yeah. When he just did the balls to the wall, five forward, good, good one at left back, Louis Dorigo by himself in the middle of the park. And it was just... 
bonkers, man. What was, what the hell is he doing? There was some stuff I found pretty questionable over the the two legs from a yeah from a substitute or selection point of view. Um, starting with like yeah that that substitute baffled me. We're talking about that in the stands, like bringing cloth on. Really, when this guy, you know, it's not like he could have just moved out to the wing and you take a winger off to get Yengi on or something like that, mm. or, or whatever it was, get Hero on. Uh, I've already forgotten. It's, it's all played in two games. <laughs> um, but, you know, like Cloth really feels to me like he can... He, he only has one position and he barely does that, you know. So I'm, I'm going to be in trouble as well for we had a listener very animated in their demonstrations to me on the weekend that it's pronounced clough oh it is too isn't it yeah but clough i'm saying he is a descendant isn't he no oh is he not well then it's not (laughs) well i just said pronunciation when you get a great man when you get a cold do you end up with a a bad cuff (laughs) or do you have a cough maybe it's the l man it changes the inflection but um I'm going to stick I mean, with Cloth. And hopefully I won't have to stick with him much longer because I don't rate him. Oh, but hey, we were saying after this, you know, midway through the second leg, never said a bad word about Cloth, have we? Uh, you were saying. <laughs> that's probably another thing I want to make clear right now as well. Good timing is that you run the Twitter page for the most part. Yeah, I don't, I don't run it. I'm the what? guy that subjects himself to the, to the website. I... I it needs to be made clear that most of our tweets come from you. Okay. That's what you're doing. You're distancing yeah, yourself. I wanna, from... I'm distancing myself from a lot of your Twitter action. That's what I'm doing. You got to be controversial on there, Sam. It's the only way to make ground. Do you want that sweet ESPN deal or not? I just need to delete the tweets when you just reply to someone, lol, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's No, that's a succinct way to tell someone that they're wrong. To get that's fucked. That's fine. Yeah, it's a good way to tell them to get fucked. Fuck off. Um, I, uh, well, are we are we telling are we tweeting at Cloth? Are we telling him to fuck off? Or? Nah. The goal on the weekend. Let, yeah, let me let me goal. put it to you like this: fluke or calculated nuke? Oh, he calculated. He got it right. You know, he's a he's a professional footballer. You're gonna do good things sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I just can't deal with it. He has not been worth the signing at all in any way. No. No, I think I agree with you as well. He wasn't, although in this game when he came off, Bernardo uh, did not replace him as well at all. And it's funny, you know, we said, you just said Clough couldn't play on the wing. That's where he started against City. Yeah, and I couldn't <laughs> believe it when I saw the team. What? I couldn't believe it. And it just makes you wonder why we couldn't get Yankee in here on. If um, I can go for a real positive note, um, yeah. I think the big shining light, we've talked about Izzy and stuff. We've talked about this guy too, but over the two legs, I think Popovich was outstanding. Oh, what a talent, man. What the fuck have we just unearthed here? Yeah. He made his debut in March. Like, <laughs> and he's a walk-up starter now. Yeah, I think he's just been incredible. So solid. Um, uses the ball pretty well. Seems to be quite smart at the back and doesn't really get caught out a lot. Uh, hopefully, he can just build on that go again next year uh bar has signed he's he staying on Good so news. um yeah we've got bar for another couple of seasons too so hopefully that's a bit of a partnership moving forward that we can keep that, 
that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd only like to see Popper really play, yeah, one or two more seasons with us before, you know, going to a top five yeah, yeah. league in Europe because he he's got the the makings of this because his composure on the ball, we've been over it. His composure on the ball is just insane, and you know, to nullify McLaren like he did over the two legs to, you know, such an extent in the first leg, you're kind of wondering, is the golden boot winner going to have any influence on this whatsoever? Or is Popovich just going to pocket this guy out of the game? He didn't in the end, but Popper's effort has been great, as has Joe Gauchi's, I think. We, you and I both agreed that he should play instead of Delianov if Delianov was ready. Um, yeah, I think so. Yep. You know, a, a back three of Bar, Popovich and uh, Gauchi isn't that bad and should you know, theoretically free up some funds to spend some money elsewhere. Yeah, I think next year, another, I don't know what the deal is with Clough, 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 Clough. Clough. I don't know how long we got the fella, but that our use of the international spots there could use some work or don't even bother. We don't have to use it. You don't have to waste it, I don't think. No. On a guy that you end up having to give minutes when I'd rather give uh, someone local a go. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to talk about the two outgoing guys that we've already confirmed? I do. I do. So this news broke pretty soon after. Was it yesterday? Pretty soon after the defeat. Uh, Motore, like maybe one of the greatest kept secrets. He was always off speculated, but now it's finally announced he's going to Stade Rems in France. Hmm. Um, and he's also taking his mate Yaya Dukuli with him. <laughs> What have they seen in him? I just, this is why we've hung on to Dukuli, isn't it? The sweet, it? sweet candied revenue. Uh, what are we getting? Are we getting anything for these guys? There's, uh, there's been no funds. I, I don't know. There's nothing <laughs> announced. They're surely, probably, surely we're getting money for this. They're probably just wandering off <laughs> into the sunset, disappearing, and we get yeah. nothing out of it again. They've booked a Kentucky tour, and then they're just going to stay there and work illegally for the next year. <laughs> Uh, Stade de Rennes a good move. That club really solidified their spot in the top league in France uh, this season. So um, yes, if, if they, they hadn't already done 12th. the season before, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's slightly lower than they finished last season, but last season was their first year up. I think if it's the club I'm thinking of, but yeah, um, I guess good on them. I'm glad that they're taking that move and not just going to another A-league club. I, I, <laughs> Yankee. I, I have to say I am very surprised that Dukuli has been picked up by anybody, but there, know, there is something in this guy. Good, luck, good luck to him still. Good luck to him, I guess. Yeah, but, but mainly Mo. Best of luck to Mo. He, he is the proper talent with the correct yeah. guidance in the right environment. Um, he's going to flourish into like a really good professional, I think. I don't have any ill will towards yeah, Dukuli. I just didn't really rate him, you know, so... Just, I'm baffled more than anything. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit baffled, but if he can, you know, he must be doing something right. So good luck to him as well. Uh, getting out of it. Good to see Mo not do an owl and just go to another A-League club or Bruce Kamau or maybe Yangi. We're still not sure. Um, but yeah, cool. Hey, if you had to give Adelaide's season a, a grade, you know, like an A plus, B plus, C minus type thing. Mm-hmm. What are you giving it? Uh, probably giving it a B plus. Like, based on 
maybe like in context, you'd give it an A, but like overall, it's a B plus, I think, because we've finished in the top four. We've made gains on where we were in the previous season. Uh, looks like we've just got some stability. Like it looks like Carl Vier, it's going to be our coach now for next season. And then if, you know, if that goes well again, for as long as he wants to be in South Australia, I would, I'd imagine. Uh, we've unearthed some good talents by the look of it. And if we can play them for you know longer than 20 minutes off the bench next season, we're going to be in even greater stead for it. Um, we got to see some legends kick the ball around in Yavi Lopez, Isaias. They got to do their thing. And I think more than anything, I was just impressed with how we dealt with Halloran and um, Mork leaving mid-season. Um, and, you know, we got to see great things like Goodwin get made captain. He scored some bangers. Iron Kunta scored some bangers. We won some late games. Yep. I think more than anything, it was just fun. It was just fun throughout the season, supporting them without looking at it too closely. And so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. B plus. Good, good go Adelaide United. Yeah, no, you've pretty much nailed it for me there. B plus I was going to go as well. Uh, it can't be an A. You gotta, you probably got to win stuff or finish top two for it to be an A. And uh, so Maybe, I'll go. With, I don't know. Yeah. That's why I said contextually because. Yeah, I get you. We were the best of the rest, definitely. We were. <laughs> so that's and I, an think, a. I think that's why B plus is deserved. But I also, I also can't completely neglect the, uh, you know, some of the absolute dog shit that was on display earlier this season too. You know, oh, we yeah. really did. Oh, yeah. We d- really did time our run in that last little stretch there to uh, make it look a lot better than it was. And uh, yeah, so just took advantage of, the, of all the home games, which, you know, if the A-League was structured properly throughout a season, um, maybe we would have been closer in the finish. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could have had more moment. I don't know. I just wonder. I just wonder if we had more home games during that middle part of the season where we were getting thumped all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we ever really went through a phase of getting thumped heaps. They were really... St- Small sporadic patches. So um, it was that run with MacArthur, and then the second run with the Western Sydney Wanderers, and it was like Central Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we did all right. We got through. We got through into a semi final. We punched above our weight again. So I'm giving it a B plus two. Do you have anything else Adelaide United related you want to talk about before we just move on? Yeah, I mean we could we could analyze it and get. We'll go into it next week. We'll talk a little bit more about it next week when we go over what our predictions were for the season. Um, did just want to touch on the A-League All-Stars quickly. Yeah, go on. Uh, squad has been announced. Dwight York in collaboration with the APL and the fan committee and whatever other stupid insufficient board they want to, what have they got, coach selection, APL. Fan, yeah, just what, I don't know. What a ridiculous concept. Are you going, <laughs> are you going somewhere? That's just the more that I, I was just about to try and give it a little bit of a G up. And then I was like, oh, that felt so dirty. This whole thing is so silly looking at it. it Nonetheless, we, we have a team, Sam. There are three Adelaide United representatives. Popovich, Alexander Popovich, which is, if this meant anything, it would be a great achievement. But in, in and of itself, to be recognized for playing 10 A-League games, yeah. to be in the All-Stars team, pretty cool. And hopefully he gets a run uh, alongside Irin Kunda and Juan Isaias, which I thought was just great. 
the idea of having, you know, it's just going to bring a tear to the eye, having an ex-Barcelona guy up against Barcelona. Full circle moment for our legend. Ex-Barcelona, you reckon? He trained with Barcelona as a child, yes. Did he? <laughs> yeah, well, that's where his career started. He played for Espanyol. Yeah, he He's did. Pl- yeah. He played against he never- Barcelona in a Catalan derby. Mm. Yes. He went um, He went through their, their youth academy, I believe. Yeah. Um, I haven't given this all-star thing much of a look at all. I just it's a ridiculous idea. The two the two two of the best teams this season will not have their players in the so-called all-star mm. side, which you know, whatever. I think Barcelona coming out here is probably only a good thing anyway, you know. So we'll take it for what it is, the exhibition aspect. And you know, it's gonna give us something to watch on a Wednesday night. This week, leading up to grand final week. So that's not a bad idea. If they used it in conjunction with grand final promo, if that's what it was really trying to push, hopefully that is what it tries to push and gets more eyes on that. That's a really good idea. You'd hope it would so. Be, that, that wouldn't be a bad um, thing to do every year, actually. Get a big team down, A League All Stars lead up into the grand final. It'd be a, that's not a bad idea. Um, I just thought the funniest selection for this whole team was uh, Newcastle Jets star Olivia Bumal. Why is it funny? <laughs> because I had no idea who this guy was last week. <laughs> now all of a sudden he's going to be playing against Barcelona. Uh, with Jack Rodwell as his captain. There you go. Yeah, he's all right. He can play. Why is Jack Rodwell captain? I don't know. I don't, I'm there... not asking any more questions. I don't. I just don't care. I Why already saw the Sydney FC players. Yeah. Popularity. That's good. These things are always a vote. And when fans vote, I said it on episode 67. You can go back, check that out. We talked about the Premier League. Um, humans are stupid and they do stupid things. <laughs> so they can't be trusted with an all-star vote because then you end up with dipshits like Ryan Grant playing right back <laughs> when he shouldn't even be playing MPL. The guy's a socceroo too. It just It kills me inside. The best right back in the league is, uh, you know, nowhere to be seen. Javier yeah. Lopez. Yeah, it's a travesty. That that is a bigger outrage than England missing out in Eurovision. Yeah, cool. I'm not all over the Eurovision, so thanks for that. Uh, you got anything else you wanted to go over this week? Do you want to talk anything about the grand final? I mean, like, I'm probably not even going to watch it. Are you going to watch it? That was my only question. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I've I've given so much time to football over the last few months. I'm not sure I have another one more A-League game in me. I'm not sure I do. I'm not sure I do, especially when it's Melbourne City and West United. I, to be, I know we don't like the whole City football group thing, but the thought of Western United winning anything is honestly making me physically ill. Where are they going to take the trophy if they win? What are they going to do? A, it? It'll be a parade, open bus parade, where? man. Yeah, where? In what town? In which Tarnit, of the, down the main road cities of they represent? Where are they going to do this? Which stadium are they going to do their lap of honour in? Their All of the ones they've played in. All of the ones they've played in. It'll be a grand tour. They'll be out there for weeks, touring all this, the home grounds. At least you know John Aloisi will really enjoy his moment in the sun if they do. <laughs> Prove all of his doubters wrong. Oh, man. The, the sob stories for John Aloisi this week just absolutely shitting me to tears. Oh, the non-stop. Oh, I thought I was going to have to go overseas because Australian coaching was over for me. As if like there was just a horde of overseas clubs just 
wondering where John Aloisi was, <laughs> wanting him is... to come and coach them after doing nothing in the A-League. His agent has sleepless nights. He gets so many phone calls inquiring as to Aloisi's availability to coach their team. Yeah. And then we see all the, uh, you know, all the mate, all the Fox Sports old boys coming out and backing him up, talking about how good he was and, oh, it's so good he finally got another chance. You know, you get 20 chances, you're going to land one, aren't you? And he ends up with Western United with all their resources that were handed to them by the A-League. Um, you know, get stuffed. You're making a really good case to watch this game. Yeah. No, watch it because A-League's cool. I hope, A-League's cool. Be a great I do atmosphere. hope the people in Melbourne turn up. Yeah, um, maybe you'll even bit. have maybe the Melbourne Victory fans will attend in Melbourne Victory gear again <laughs> to a game they're not involved in. Some of them have probably already bought tickets, so Who knows? that's their own. That's yeah. their own dumb luck. Yeah. Well, Sammy, if this was a therapy session, I think we got to the crux of you know what our depression stems from. The woo, the woo, the cityless, hollow artificial franchise nature of the woo potentially winning yeah, the championship definitely i think we might wrap it there for this week uh it's a bit of a short one i know but we've also got 67 there you can listen to we're going to do one more episode of each next week 68 and 68.1 we'll talk about the champions league final we'll talk about the a-league grand final which i'll probably <laughs> have to probably have to watch a replay because it won't be live um and we'll go over a bit of, uh, you know, some some award stuff, some night shift football awards. We'll get that done. That's, that sounds um, good. Maybe the grand final would be better if we didn't watch it and we just, just speculate. Maybe maybe we could live stream our reaction to it, watching the highlights. <laughs> the first time we watch it, we'll record the podcast and then just try and dissect what we've seen. I'm, I'm scared. I, I won't want Woo anywhere near that toilet seat. All right. Thanks for tuning in. One more week to go and then a bit of a break. Get around it. See you later. Much love, Aussie football fans.